welcome to Emmanuel Christian Church, the house of Judah, the house at the gate. Please join us as we'll be listening to Apostle Vincent Luang, the head pastor of the Emmanuel Christian Churches. teaching on tithing. This is our finance month and in a year we teach twice on finances and today we are teaching on tithing and the subject for our teaching is tithing a covenant lifestyle. Tithing a covenant lifestyle. What is tithing? What is a tithe? Maybe you don't know what we are talking about. A tithe is one-tenth of your income, one-tenth of your income. You take your whatever salary, income, wage, you divide it into ten portions. You count them one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten belongs to the Lord. Amen? Number ten belongs to? To the Lord. You know, this is what they used to do in the days past. The Bible says, do not give unto the Lord that which is deformed. Can you tell your neighbor, don't give to the Lord that which is deformed? Okay. Can I ask the two last rows? One, two. Can you come? One, two. Let me make you popular on TV. Come. <laughs> One, two. The two last rows. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Thank you. Powerful. Amen. Nice congregation. Okay. Traditionally, when you take your animals for tithing, the Bible says you cannot select. This is why they use the tenth one, not the first one, the tenth one. Every tenth. So if you have your if you grew in the village where I grew and used to dip animals. You see when they dip animals. There is more like a funnel. Have you seen it? The animal comes from the crawl, and then they have to pass through one by one into the deep. Isn't it? So when they pass, this, in this regard, it will not be a deep. It will be tied in time. So nobody put them like this. Isn't it? They put themselves. I just says come, and because they are used to being in church, they are Christian, this one. You can see they arrive and turn this way to look at the altar to be prayed for. So what they will do, they will have to count one, two, the first one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Is a tithe. It belongs to the Lord. You are a tithe. We are tithing you today. What do you think? So, the Bible doesn't say the first one, doesn't say the second one, doesn't say the third one. It says what? The tenth one belongs to who? To the Lord. So, traditionally, because we are wicked, when people are going to tithe and they have their livestock, what do they do? They try to get the weak ones to give to the Lord. Tell your neighbors like he's talking about you. So they will not, they don't want to give a good tenth. 
Let's say they've got a very nice, fat, young bull that they know could fertilize their females for the next coming 10 years. The guy will look at it and say, how can I position my bull so that it's not, by any chance, not counted? You get it? So when he's thinking the Lord is going to count from that side, then we count. We say, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, nine, ten. You are a tithe. So most people, God had to do it because of our wickedness. Am I to somebody? Now all of us here pay, pay, pay tax one way or the other. Either you go to buy food, you pay. They say now it's going to be 15%. Uh, vet, isn't it? They take it, when you buy the bread, they take the tax because they don't trust you. When you are working, if you go to, to government or you are working in private business, does your employer negotiate with you about your tax? Have you heard anyone to, to stand before their company and say, we want our tax back? Have you heard such a, such a match? Why does the government take their money before you get it? Ask your neighbor, why, why do they take my tax? Before I have my money, why do they take it? I say, ask your, your neighbor, you are, you are not talking, I'm watching you. Did you ask, what did he say? Why do they take it? Because government doesn't trust you. When people are poor, government subsidizes them. Oh, can we give it love for unto the Lord? You can take your seat. <laughs> Amen. When, 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 when people are poor, they are doing, they say, uh, peace must fall. Isn't it? If you are going to school and your parents are not paying, don't forget that you owe us. Can you tell your neighbor, don't forget that we, you owe us. Yeah. So you cannot immediately after graduation, this they must pass in parliament. You can't immediately after graduation, Australia, America, England, no. Government must introduce public service. What do you think? Yeah, we paid for you. You must serve us at least for three years. Why should we give you money for free? The students are quiet. <laughs> you must pay for it. Now, God, in his own infinite wisdom, decided my kingdom, the kingdom will be financed through tithing. And the prosperity of my people will come through tithing, which is the divine 10%. We said, when we pay our 10% is what? It's an open, hidden secret. To those that are foolish, they take it as a, as a waste. They say, I will not tithe. I will not give my tenths. They destroy you are poor. 
That's why at work they want to chase you away. Yeah. That's why after you have worked for two to three years, you lose everything. Yeah. You have to go and start from zero again. Yeah. Some, from the day we start working, we have just becoming more and more because every time we tithe, we don't, can you imagine you bought the, the tire of your car with the tithe money? And Satan knows that this tire is a stolen tire. This why it best sometimes. I was listening to one woman. He says, my tire just developed some, <laughs> like, like a bubble on the side. And he was trying to go and claim the tire. It's like they just bought it. So I was thinking in my hand, hmm, maybe this is that tire that they bought with the tithe. What do you think? We are talking about tithing, the supernatural, divine portion of God. Amen? Now, I want you to understand that tithing is not man's idea. For most of us, we might look at it from a simple understanding. As most people will say, oh, pastors love money. So they are taking tithes for us. And maybe the ill-informed will criticize it and speak against it. Live long enough, my friends, and we'll see how much you can provide for yourself. I like reminding people that until now, you have lived for free. You never paid for anything. And suddenly that you are working, you think you can take care of yourself. Can you ask your neighbor, do you think you can take care of yourself? Yeah. The poor are nice while they are poor. Can you tell anybody? But the poor are nice while they are poor. <laughs> yeah, they are nice. They are very understanding. Let them get bread. <laughs> before, before they were sharing, we were sharing the bread. We, you used to get your sly and be content. Now that you can buy the whole loaf, you don't want to share. May the Lord have mercy. Can we go to the book of Hebrews chapter 7? We are talking about the divine guidance and provision of God to all those who believe in the scriptures. The book of, of Isaiah chapter 1 teaches us, it says, those who are willing and obedient will eat the good of the land. So, to honor God is a willing heart, is an obedient heart to pay tithes. Those that are not obedient, those that are disobedient, they will not do it because they believe they are right. And so God will allow them to experience they are right because they are saying to the Lord, we will provide for ourselves. Malachi, uh, sorry, the book of uh, Hebrews chapter 7, verse 1. We're going to go through it as, an, as our introduction for you to understand why we do things. It says, for this Messiah, the king of Salem, priest of the most high God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings, and blessed him. To whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all. Abraham gave what? A tenth part of all. And the Bible says Abraham gave a tenth part of all. First being translated king of righteousness. Abraham recognized it is a righteous thing to give 
and tithes. Can you tell your neighbor, it is a righteous thing. It is a godly thing to give a tithe. Yeah. Abraham noticed, this is a, this is a priest of God most high. I will give a tithe of all. Not part. Tell your neighbor, not part. Yeah, we'll talk about those who give a part. And then also king of Salem, meaning king of peace. So Abraham says, I want to give my tithe for peace. Yeah. Every seed you sow, you reap the harvest. Can you tell your neighbor, every seed you sow, you reap the harvest. Yeah. So you have, you have to have understanding that every seed I sow, every seed I sow, there is a return for it. Hallelujah. The Bible says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Man will reap what he has sown. Man will do what? Yeah. Will reap what he has sown. Man will reap what he has sown. So he was sowing into the king of Salem the king of peace for his own peace. They say, the Bible gives us a picture of Melchizedek. It says, without father, without mother, without genealogy, having neither the beginning of days nor the end of life, but made like the son of God, remains priest continually. So, here, we are talking about a priest. We are talking about eternal life. Jesus is a priest who remains eternally. Eternal life has come because of this priesthood. Amen. May you receive eternal life this morning in the name of Jesus. I said receive eternal life in the name of Jesus. He says, now consider how great this man was, to whom even the patriarch Abraham gave a tenth of all the spoils. And indeed, those who are of the sons of Levi, who receive priesthood, have a commandment to receive tithes from the people according to the law. That is from their brethren, though they have come from the loins of Abraham. Hallelujah. But he whose genealogies not derived from them received tithes from Abraham and blessed him who had the promise. So here, here is... Here is uh, Melchizedek, is blessing Father Abraham, who has the promise. Can you tell your neighbor you have the promise? What was the promise that Abraham had? Abraham had the promise. God said to him, leave your people, leave your country, leave your culture, leave your tradition. That's Christianity to you. You can't serve God unless you are willing to live what you know. You will not prosper because the promises of God wants you out of that circumstance and out of your situation. Now, yes, Abraham, Melchizedek stands there and he blesses him, the one who has the promise. But Abraham understood, the promise cannot come into my life Unless I pay my tithe. The tithe released 
the promise. Can you tell your neighbor the tithe release the promise? Yeah. So we say you see people when we pay tithe, people come here on the altar. We pay their tithe. And we do have people who say, No, I will not give. They say tithe is private. Tithe has never been private. Can you tell your neighbor tithe has never been private? If, if we were talking in the days of, of farming and you have just counted your animals, I have uh, one of the men I know uh, many years ago. I went to preach for him. When I finished preaching, he's got so much livestock. When I finished preaching, he gave me an honorarium. You know an honorarium? It's like a pay. He said, thank you, you preached for me. He gave me six cows. Livestock, I'm not talking uh, cows that they say when they are marrying you, they say so many cows, but give us cash. No. This was livestock. It was what? Livestock. He gave me live animals. He says, these animals are yours, pastor. You can take them. I took pictures of them. I even posted them. I said, look at me. <laughs> I have livestock. But the man had a lot of them. Now, here is Abraham. He comes before, before this man. Abraham has got the promise. But he recognized, I need to pay my tithes. Can you tell anybody, you have the promise. You must pay your tithes. You see, there are certain things that will never be released until you remain faithful. Yeah. You can't take those six animals. How will I bring them to church if I'm tithing them? Which pocket? Which pocket? This one. Will they fit? Tell your neighbor, stop being self-righteous. You see, in our righteousness, there are some of our members who will pay the tithe, but they will not come to the altar. In other words, they don't want the blessing. They are doing it maybe because pastor is too strong. If I don't tithe, he might ask me, where is my tithe? So let me do it for him. But let me show you something. Why Abraham came. Verse 7. It says, now beyond all contradiction, the lesser is blessed by the better. Just reduce my sensitivity. The top part, the top, top part of your... It says here, now beyond all contradiction, the lesser is blessed by the better. We come to be blessed. Tell your neighbor, we come to be blessed. Yeah. When you don't pay the tithe, you don't want to be blessed. The English put it this way. Action. Ah, you know English. Wow. Can we give it offering to this group? You know, they have gone to school. Wow. Action speaks louder than words. I can't say I love my wife and behave some way. Action says it, says it all, isn't it? Yeah, you can even see when we are in church. Do you think God will answer my prayer? The Bible says, a husband who ill treats his wife, his prayers will not be answered. 
You can come here for all night prayer. You can fast and be lean and mean. No prayer. No prayer. No answer. It doesn't matter how many prayers you make. Hallelujah. I thought all the women and the sisters would say, Amen, Pastor. I thought they would say, Powerful. <laughs> but uh, they are just saying, Hey. Bless you, sister. Amen. Now, here the Bible says, Now, beyond all contradiction, the lesser is blessed by the better. And it says, Here, mortal men receive tithes. Here on earth, mortal men receive tithes. But I want to see it. It says, In one case, men who die receive tithes. This morning, I receive tithes. When you look, you are seeing a natural, you are seeing the fleshy, selfish, maybe even, you know, my youthful years, maybe you will change my napkin. You know, there's nothing hidden from you. It looks ordinary. That's what it says there. In one case, men who will die receive tithes. But in the another case, it testifies that he lives. In my King James, can we go to King James if you are able? In my King James, it says here men that die receive tithes, but there he receives them. God receives the tithe of whom it is witness that he lives. Hallelujah. So when, when you bring your tithe, it looks ordinary. It's a physical exercise. There is a human being, but the transaction changes. I say this is supernatural. Can you tell your neighbor, this is supernatural? This is powerful. Yes. Heaven, when we say heaven kisses earth, God, God comes and receives. It's no longer about men and men, but it's between men and God. The receiver is no longer human, has become spiritual. Praise the Lord. He who pays the tithe, pays the tithe to the Lord. Hallelujah. Can you tell your neighbor, you paid the tithe to the Lord? Leave the pastor alone, please. Because some of us are thinking, oh, pastor is eating our money. In real sense, whose money did you expect him to eat? Huh? Whose money? The Bible says, a worker deserves this, this wage. You always do it to it. Unfortunately, pastors, I'm only one against you, so who will I to it to? God is to it for me. Hallelujah. You know what the Bible says? Let me, maybe while we are here. It says, do not muscle the ox that tread upon corn. You know why other people get cursed? They, they get blessed here and go and give elsewhere. Yeah. It's a curse. I thought this message... I was doing a missionary work in Zambia. I was going that, that, that month. I was traveling to Zambia. And uh, the Lord says, teach the message to the church. And I say, I'm going as a missionary. I'm, I, I'm going to take an offering for missionary work. And the Lord told me, there are people who will give money to strangers. Yeah. Tell your neighbor, is it you? But they will not support the work of the Lord. 
Because what they hope to do is to, you see, when you come and you give me a tithe or whatever, and you are the member of the church, there's nothing special about you. You see, the one who gives 100,000 tithes and the one who gives 100 rand tithes, 100,000 is how much? What is the tithe of 100,000? 10,000. Oh, no. A, 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 a tithe of 1 million is how much? It's 10,000. And the 100,000. You are giving 100,000 of your tithe. And here is this guy who earns a thousand as well as paying his tithe. How much is his tithe? Between the two, who's more important? Let's talk church. Who's important? Huh? No one. Now, should you receive special treatment? What you gave is what? It's like somebody's getting offended. Tell your neighbor, don't be angry, change. <laughs> I've had a lot of rich, some rich people, they'll want to do exactly the same. Tithe is a tithe. It's a tithe. There's nothing special about it. It belongs to God. That's the special part. You are not giving it to the pastor. You are giving it to God. I will acknowledge that you have given it. But it doesn't change your status. Is that fine? The two persons, the one who gave 100 rand, gave a tithe. He's faithful. The one who gave 100,000 is faithful. The, what we know about the one who's giving 100,000 is that he's more faithful because it's more difficult to give at that level. There's no amen. amen. It's fine. Uh, I'll, I'll hire my own crowd. <laughs> I thought somebody would say, preach, pastor, preach. But nobody's saying preach, pastor. We are talking about money. Amen. Tithe belongs to the Lord. Can you tell anybody the tithe belongs to the Lord? Yeah. Part of your struggles might be because you don't pay tithe. I was talking to the leaders yesterday. And I said to them, time is running faster. What happened? I said, I, said, I said to the leaders, if you are a pastor like me, you have somebody who have decided to be a member of the church and they don't tithe. Or they've never tithed. Or they tithe as and when they are happy. They don't come for prayer. They only come for Sunday service. And they choose when they want to come for Sunday service. If they realize one of our leaders is preaching, if they discover Dr. Tanyani is going to be preaching this Sunday, they don't come to church. We even be asking, which church is he visiting? We will go. I've been to another church, one of our churches, and I found... Another member says, I picked it up that you will be here. <laughs> so, I decided to follow you. I realized this is a no, no, no. A na, na, na. This is a child in the Lord. He has been with me for many years. So, think about it. You, you have a member. 
He says he's a member. He doesn't contribute in the church financially. He doesn't come for prayers. Doesn't go to sell. Doesn't do anything that we ask him to do. Is he a member? Ask your, your neighbor. Is that person a member? People are not talking. Are we talking about you? Are you getting offended already? Can you ask your neighbor? Is that person a member? What did they say to you? He's not a member. Why do you say he's not a member? Huh? He's not? He's not? He's not taking part in what is happening. I'm asking somebody. So I was talking to one of our pastors. I said, what do we do with these people who have decided to come to church but they are not contributing? What do you think we should do? We are preaching. We are in church. Thank you, my brother. What are you saying? Eh? We sh- oh, we take them to counseling. We have counseled them. We have called them to the office. We have spoken to them. My brother, where is the ties? Then he starts and he says, hey, Pastor, in a lady call out. Then what do we do? He says, Select an American male and train a high full What do you do? What do you do? Tell your neighbor, don't be angry. Change. Yeah. But I'm thinking, I was saying, there's one pastor I like, and I think I'll, I want to copy his way. You know what he said? One day he said to his church, only people who pay tithe and they come for prayers, we know they are members. If you die, you want services from us, we will not bury you. And if you come here, you say, I'm getting married, we will just say, uh, please bring the envelopes. Let's see if he has time. If you never tithe, we are not bearing you. I say, it's a good policy. What do you think? Do you know how much it costs us to marry people who just come and they don't contribute? Some sisters are not happy because they are in a relationship. Look at them. What do you think? It's a good idea. Yeah. I know, I know this man. He wrote, he wrote even a book. They say half of ch- his church left. And he wrote another book and he says, all the people who left, they were not contributing anything. So we haven't lost anything. They were dead weight. They were a dead wood in the church. Let them go and flood churches where they like the crowd and the happy clippies who contribute nothing. Yeah. So I think when we go for planning, our uh, monitoring and evaluation is sitting here. She's listening. So please put it on the agenda. That when somebody comes, hey, when they say, in Tolilo, brother, we say, we say uh, please come with your tithing register first before we talk. Don't you think it's a good policy? To say, before you come and announce you are getting married, go to the office. Let them print you your receipts so that when we sit and we start talking, we can say, you are talking air. There's nothing you are talking. Praise the Lord. 
Hallelujah. I'm preaching. I'm even sweating. You can see. You will not intimidate me. Yeah. But that one, I think we are going to pass it. When we go for plenary, pew, no ties, no wedding. Don't come. <laughs> you die, you die. We say, he's dead. He came as a visitor. The Bible says, let the dead bury their dead. We bury the living only. Amen? Hallelujah. Okay, we are, we are teaching about tithing. Malachi chapter 3, verse 10 to 11, in the remaining moments. Malachi chapter 3, 10 to 11. We are reading an abstract from a book of uh, Ed Rupert, the former, the founder and the, the leader of uh, Hetfield Christian Church. He died some years ago, almost 10 years ago. It's more than 10 years. could be 15 years ago. This is a paraphrase, but you can find almost a similar translation from the, good, uh, uh, the message translation of the Bible. It says, bring as an act of your worship the full amount of your tithes, the whole tenth of your income into the storehouse, local church, that there may be food in my house and prove me now by it. Go ahead and put me to the test. Check me out, test me. Give me an opportunity to prove myself and you will see that I will open the windows of heaven for you and pour out on you so much blessing financially and materially that you will not have room enough to contain it. Then I will rebuke the devourer for you, for you and I will protect the source of your income. May the Lord protect the source of your income because you are tithe in Jesus' name. He says, I will stop the thief. May the Lord stop the thief for you in the name of Jesus. From destroying the fruit of your ground, fruit of your labor, and the vine in your fields will not fail to bear fruit, says the Lord Almighty. Praise the Lord. So tithing is one of the most important things you must do to live an abundant life God has planned for you. So tithing is one of the most important things you must do to live an abundant life. I've been tithing from 16 years of age. After I got born again, I tithed. Fortunately, we had very good leaders who always, if we didn't tithe, they would call us and say, where is the tithe? We don't want thieves in the church. Yeah. They were very direct, straightforward, not complex, not complicated. Few, few people left. I'm still preaching today. I'm a remnant of those people. Yeah, I'm remnant. Very powerful seed. It, 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 it survives the droughts. You must be a seed that will survive the drought. Don't be this group of people that when they say South African currency has crashed, you are out and out. You are as well wiped out and gone. You must be a strong seed. Your divine assignment should not be miscarried because you are using system of the world. You are using Babylonian system, the wisdom of Pharaoh. No. Pharaoh had to go and source the wisdom of God. He had to employ Joseph. Yeah. Without Joseph, Egypt was gone. But Joseph came with divine wisdom. May the Lord give you divine wisdom this morning. Yeah. May God give you divine wisdom that the ideas you come with, nations will survive. Yeah. 
in, in, the, in the kingdom of the world, you suffer because the finance minister will make bad policies because he's working for himself, not for the people. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. God says, I know the plans I have for you. Can you tell your neighbor, God has a good plan for you. Plans to prosper you. Can you tell your neighbor, plans to prosper you. Not to harm you. To give you hope. And to give you a future. Hallelujah. Yeah. Plan to prosper you. To give you hope. Four things that we are going to talk about. Number one, tithing is God's way of prospering and financing his kingdom. And it is God's way of prospering his children. So, God designed tithing so that you will prosper through it. Yeah. God designed tithing so that you will prosper by paying the tithe. Those who don't pay the tithe, we know their end. They will labor, and at the end, they will lose everything. And that's what the scripture teaches us. It's not my idea. Tithing causes blessing on the church and the individual who's tithing. Number two, tithing is a covenant issue. Can you tell anybody tithing is a covenant issue? Amen. Abraham paid the tithe by faith in covenant with God. Genesis chapter 14 Verse 18 to 20. The Bible tells us, Then Mercy, the king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. And he was the priest of God most high. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of God most high, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be God most high, who has delivered your enemies into your hands. And he gave a tenth. I don't think Abraham paid the tithe after he was blessed. The blessing ignited. I taught the message. How to activate your blessing. I learned this by accident. To activate the blessing. I bought a gift for my grandmother. I was just after 16, 17. Just after I got born again. Um, I used to run a small business. And I had some money. A woman was selling dresses. These three cats material. I bought a, a dress for my grandmother. Packed it nicely. The schools were closing. I went to give my grandmother. I didn't know that what I've done is going to activate something supernatural. Yeah, it was an encounter between me and my grandmother. She was doing something that looks natural. You remember, the lesser is blessed by the better. So when I gave my grandmother, I said, here's a dress. She took it, looked at it. Genuine three-case material. She started talking. Did he say talk, Pastor? Yeah. She started talking. She says, You are the best of all my grandchildren. She says, I've seen this from long. I don't forget those words. She says, You will do better. You will flourish. Yeah. So far, none of, of the grandchildren are where I am. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing that will happen with my grandmother when she was alive without me being involved. She always said, this one must, she must be involved. He must be involved. The gift, there are certain things when you do, they activate a blessing. Yeah. You go home, you've been, your aunt 
help you to go to school. They paid your first 3,000 registration. You're forgotten. Yeah, you're ungrateful. you wicked. Yeah, very ungrateful. Now that their children are not doing well, you are thinking because you have what we call just a degree, just a little knowledge that you have acquired. Now you can look down on them because you are driving a car. They are, they are lazy. They are, they are stupid. When we are going to school, what were they doing? Huh. Now you speak English. <laughs> you know, I was reading alone at school. Wow. Let's clap a hand for our friend. Wow. You can speak English. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have a short memory. You have memory loss. Yeah. Most people in the church are like that. They have memory loss. Yeah. Every person who has been in my church, I know their story. Yeah. I sometimes remind people, don't forget where we picked you up. Yeah. One woman came. My wife forgot about it. She says, the first new painting and new bra, you bought it for me. She says, first time I could change a bra and a painting, you bought it for me. I have to wash my painting at night when I sleep. One. And it was not new when I got it. Coming to university, not, not, we're not talking about the people you are thinking. I'm talking this nice person sitting next to you. Tell your neighbor, memory loss. Don't ever forget that you are what you are because we contributed. Okay, most of you don't know the story, so I'm going to tell it. I know somebody's family say, I've heard this story before. I'm not saying it for you. <laughs> there is a story that is told of the, the lion that fell by the hole. The lion was in the hole and the lion was crying. It has been there many days. And as the lion cried, there was an antelope that was passing. And the antelope had a soft heart for the lion. The antelope stopped. Mr. Lion, what's wrong? Lion says, you don't know. I've been here for so many days. You did well to come. Please help me. The antelope got the stop ladder. Gave Mr. Lion. Mr. Lion came out. When he came out, he said, he folded his paws and said, Father, I thank you for the lunch. <laughs> he, apprehended the, he apprehended the antelope. And the antelope started to plead for its life. Oh, Mr. Lion, Mr. Lion. Lion says, antelope are a feed for lions. So God has sent you for my welfare. So, I will lick you this way and lick you this way and don't be anything by the time I finish. But the antelope realized, this man, I helped him because he was crying. I will cry as well. So, antelope created such a big cry. Mr. Elephant came. And elephant said, then you are disturbing our peace. 
This noise must stop. We want to relax. Then the antelope tried to explain. The lion tried to explain. And the lion says, I don't understand. Let everything go back as it was before. So that I can understand. You know, I, I want to understand. Can you tell anybody, I want to understand. Yeah. So the lion quickly jumped back into the hole. The antelope started to act there. I was, I was walking like this. Mr. Lion, please cry. I was walking like this, and I heard his cry. I took the ladder to help him. The elephant says, I understand. Let everything go back as it was before. Let him cry. There will be peace in the neighborhood. Let me tell you, if we were to withdraw the first help, even if it was 50 rand for you to get into the bus to go to university, you will not have arrived if I didn't give you 50 rand. So don't say my 50 rand, you can return it. It's not possible because it's worth everything you are. Yeah, that which I gave you is far beyond what you can pay me. The fact that I paid for your first year, you cannot turn around and tell me you paid 50,000. Hey, Mr. So-and-so, you know, here's your 50 rand. Everything you are, your hair, your breath, everything, if I didn't help you, you will not be where you are. Even the sponsorship you got, had I not traveled you to that university for you to arrive at that door, forget it. So it's not, it's not the size of what is given. It's the heart that gave you prospered because we helped you. So don't turn around and say, we didn't do much. You can give me 50 rand. My 50 rand has become everything you are. Yeah. If you come to my house, you eat my lunch. And after two days, I say, give me my food back. I'll have to cut some pieces of you. Because my food has become you. You will eat. Where will you get my spinach? Show me. Where will my spinach has gone? Which part of the body? I'll tell you. I'll take your eyes. Let's see. Or maybe let me, let me remove your, your heart. Let's see how far you will live. Had I not helped you, you will not be where you are. So don't be wicked. Tell your neighbor, don't be wicked. Don't be ungrateful. Yeah. Some of us are ungrateful. Because God has given you some light, you have forgotten where you come from. Yeah. Oh, they, they, they are lazy. When we are going to school, we are passing. No, that's the reason why we paid for you. You are our hope. We are hoping when you come back, their children will take them to school. We sacrifice everything for you. The fact that you are in the city, it's not like we like you more. That's not true. No, that's not true. Don't be deceived. We have sent you so that you will come and help us. We are not naive. Our parents are not foolish. They send us so that we can return. They will have a relief when we come. Amen? Number two, you, you, you are the one who wasted my time, so I'm on number two, but we are left with two. Tithing is a covenant issue. Abraham paid the tithe with, uh, uh, paid the tithe in covenant with God. We read Genesis that he paid through Melchizedek. Number three, Abraham built altars to the Lord to secure the covenant. 
We don't only give the tithe in the church. Next week we are teaching on the seed. Don't miss next week. You are stuck where you are because you are sowing a wrong seed. Yeah. What you are getting back is what you have been sowing or you have not been sowing. You have spoiled other people's relationships. Now yours are getting spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody was in love with somebody. You decided he must be in love with me. After I proposed to my wife many years ago, one woman said to my wife, in my presence, if I was there, <laughs> if I was there, he would have seen me, not you. <laughs> Every time I think about it, I laugh. People, people are bold. Literally, he was, she was declaring, I want you. But she was being polite. I'm talking born again in the church. I'm not talking. I'm not talking Shebin. I'm not she, uh, talking Shebin. Shebin, you expected that while you are dancing with your, you went to, with your boyfriend to the Shebin and your girlfriend with you. And then you look that way and they're having sex just uh, around the corner here. And the same friend of yours come and Ah, let's go, Mzala. You know what I'm talking about. This is why you're not laughing. Yeah. We don't only give the tithe, we give many things. We give our time, we give our life, we give everything we have. If you are not willing to give your life, you're wasting your time. We are not looking for your money. We want your life because when we have your life, we have everything that you have. Don't be fooled like sugar daddy who's going to give you money. You are going to be poor. No, any, any woman who stays with a man for the money, you are going to be poor because soon these things might be cut because there's no heart relationship. You see, if you have my heart, you have everything. But if you love my things, you can have them. But one day I'll pull the plug and tell you, I found another girlfriend. I'm taking your car that I gave you. Or I'm trading in for the new girl. And please vacate my flat because there is a new flatmate who's coming. It's not a jackpot, this thing. If the heart is not in it, don't get involved. Yeah. We pay the tithe because we, we are passionate. We love Jesus. We are giving our life. If Jesus wants our life, we will give our life, not money. When I was working, I was paying tithes. And even now I can say it, I pay more tithes than any one of you. Even the ones who are any more than me. Lady Deacon P, I give more than you. Yeah. I give more than. One year I gave more than my salary. Almost twice. And my PA told the leader, says, don't give him gifts with money. It leaves and it comes back. And I said, if you give me and I give it back, it was mine. It's no longer yours. Listen, you give me a car. 
You give me a house. Thank you. God bless you. Amen. And I take the same that you have given me. I didn't, I was not able to give to the Lord. Now somebody has blessed me to give to the Lord. I come back with it and I give it to the Lord. You cannot be jealous that that which you gave to me, I've given to the Lord. So you should not give me because every time you give me, I give back to the Lord. No, it's, I, I give because I want the work of God to move forward. So we, we give everything. You cannot say, I'm with you and you don't give. It's not possible. Some of you don't remember when last you paid the tithe. And you say you love Jesus. You? You love, you love yourself. You, you have come to church. You have come to church. You are looking for a girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. There is a girl who's in church. She's just praying, may that guy see me. I've got very handsome sons. There are a lot of them. Yeah. And I'm told one woman was in the taxi and he said to one of our sons in the church, I'm coming to your church. People get married there. <laughs> he says, in your church, you marry. In our church, young boys get married. I tell them, get married now. It's good to marry young. KB. <laughs> it's good to marry. You must marry. Oh, you know something I don't know. Why are they clipping? <laughs> Let me tell you. We give everything. If you're coming to church, you are counting your sense. You won't go too far. You'll be offended. Yeah. You see, when you love, nothing offends you. Because the Bible says love covers a multitude of sins. Even when everybody's annoyed, why does this boy love this girl? This girl is double-crossing, or this boy is double-crossing this girl. The girl will still give the boy the car. And the boy will still give the girl the car. They'll go and jol with it, and everybody will see, and we come and tell the guy, this girl, this boy is not good, he's doing this. Can't do and he doesn't understand. What are you talking about? I love the person. It has got nothing to do with you. I love the person. We know if you love or you don't love, we know. Your action have already said it. You are already betrayed. The Bible says you have a form of godliness. Yeah. You look at your neighbor and say, form. <laughs> you are putting on uniform. Yeah. You have a form. You look like, but truth is you are not. Truth is, you are what? The book of Acts chapter 10, verse 1 to 5, tells us about Cornelius. Who gave? The Bible says, God says, your offering has become a memorial before me. When we pay the tithe, it becomes a memorial. God, your tithe, your money speaks for you. I was saying to somebody, he was complaining, he says, this, this person raised a complaint. He says, why do pastors love people who give money? I say, we know where their heart is. If it's you and somebody else who's paying the tithe, and you are this spiritual person who comes to shabara 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 fire in the name of Jesus, boom boom in the name. I watch you one, two, three empty weights. First Corinthians, you can put it there. First Corinthians chapter one. First Corinthians chapter thirteen. Your love is empty. 
Corinthians 13.1. The love is empty. He says, if I speak in language of men and angels, but do not have love, I'm a sounding gong and a sounding, sounding cymbal. Do, do you know what is a cymbal? Have you seen this drum majorette? Boom. All the way. Yeah. You are just making noise. We are watching you. One. Faith without words. Two. Three. We know clouds without water. This is clouds without water. Look at your neighbor and say, clouds without water. <laughs> don't, don't, we, we watch. We watch. We watch. Some of us say, why, why, but pastor, you are getting people. I say, I'll appoint Lady P. From the time she's been here and now, she's tithing. I know where her heart is. We are fighting, but our fights are better. With you, you are deceitful. You have a form of godliness, but you are not what you are. I cannot trust you. Who are you going to deceive? Me. I've been around, blah. <laughs> I've been around. I've been around. I've been around. Your likes I know. Yeah. Your likes I know. That's why I don't have an armor bearer. I don't. Say no more armor bearers. Because people get close to you, but they're not necessarily with you. You know Kabila, the senior, the one who was shot. He was shot by his bodyguards. He's thinking, hey, it's a revolution. We want our land back. Not everybody wants the land back. No, not everybody. People want to work for themselves. No matter somebody. So you, you, you should have it very clear. He says, no, pastor... People are when pastors appoint people who give. I say, I it's better for me. This person is the one who's paying the lights. If I want to put it blunt. What do you give me? What is it that I can work with? Give me something I can work with. You see, I'm a spiritual person. When I pray, things come to pass. So I prayed. And things are coming to pass. And there are people that God will bring my way to help me. I had a stranger who passed my church. That day when he was passing the church, we needed a new set of instruments. And I just said, in your preaching, we need, we need to buy instruments. And he went to one of my elders, wrote a check, and said, please change the money. Give him cash. I don't want him to know who I am. Even today, maybe the person is here. I don't know the person to date. When the money was given to the pastor, here's the money. They've given it. And I said, this money, not even a single cent will be used for anything. Let's buy the equipment. We went and bought the equipment and we gave thanks to the Lord. Now, between you and the person who gave Nicodemusly, should I trust you? Can you tell your neighbor, are you showing faces or you are with us? There are a lot who show faces. Yeah. There are people who show faces. 
they come to show a face. Yeah, we must change. Hallelujah. So I answered the person. I said, it's very easy. The person who gives money, I can change. The person who doesn't give, I don't know. You see, there are those who don't give because they don't have. It's, what, it's, another, it's something else. We are not talking about those. We are talking about a well-patent man. He, he's got the means. But he's this one who says, my way or no way. May the Lord have mercy. I hope somebody's getting it. I don't know. I'm, I'm saying it to somebody. Maybe all of us, uh, you might be bored. But I think there's one, that one person. Lastly, and I close. Jacob paid the tithe as a covenant promise. You see, most of us, there is a prayer we make every time. All of us, when we came to the city, or most of us who came to the city, make this prayer that Jacob made. Let's read the prayer. The book of Genesis 26, 20 to 22. It's a prayer we should make this morning to the Lord. And he says, And Jacob made a vow, saying, If God will be with me. Can you say, If God will be with me? Yeah. Jacob was praying. He was leaving his parents, going to a far country, not knowing what the future will hold. And this was his cry. If God will be with me. And keep me in this way that I, I am going. And give me bread. You, you came here not having bread. And, and give me bread. He, he didn't pray for complex things. He didn't pray for aeroplane. Yeah. He didn't pray, he didn't pray for, for a car. No. The only thing he wanted was, God bless my water and my bread. Yeah. It doesn't matter where I sleep. You know, Bishop Oriel told us that he went to a conference. They didn't have money. He had to drive for three days to go to the conference. And when he arrived at the conference, they didn't have money to stay in a hotel. They, they went to the uh, one-star hotel. They couldn't afford. Two-star hotel, they couldn't afford. They went to three-star hotel. They couldn't afford. And so he decided with his friends, we are going to, to go to all-star hotel. You know what is the all-star? They slept at the park. Says we went to the beach, put the sand around like a bed, put our whatever, towels, and slept on our bag until the following day. For three days. And I like the all-star. You sleep and you see all the stars in the heavens. Yeah. It's powerful, don't you think? Yeah, let's give Jesus a level for an all-star. All star. Let me tell you, God has a good plan for your life. Uh, we are teaching a subject that most people don't like. And this is why we have to spice it so much that you laugh and it gets in as you laugh. <laughs> because uh, people like to criticize. Uh, I usually say when people don't have money, they are the most critical when you take money. People who are poor, they are the most critical that they are being robbed. And yet they are being aided and assisted. That's why I say your, your passion is to make sure that you don't depend on government at all. Yeah. As a student, be grateful that government is paying for you. But it, it should every time be a reminder that you are poor. It, that, that will take you out of poverty. And you should have the heart in you. 
I'm going to pay this money back. Yeah, it must be in you. I'll pay the money back. Nothing for free. Nothing for free. I will not, David said it. He says, I will not give to the Lord what cost me nothing. For you, you come to church, you give the Lord nothing. Just come. Oh, we are going to take an offering. You open your bag like there is money. <laughs> Until we finish, I say, let's pray. Then you close your bag and say. Jacob paid the tithe by promise. Then he says, uh, Genesis 28, 20, 22, Jacob made a vow and he said to the Lord, if God will be with me, keep me in this way that I'm going and give me bread to eat and clothing to put on so that I will come back to my father's house in peace. Then the Lord will be my God. And this stone, which I have said as a pillar, shall be God's house. And all that you give me, I will surely give a tenth to you. Most of us is the same. Before you got the job, we prayed for you. I know you have forgotten, but let me remind you. Before you got your job, we prayed for you. Amen? Yeah. Before you got your promotion, we prayed for you. Before your circumstances and situation changed, we prayed for you. Hallelujah. So just know, tithe is sacred. Tithe is holy. It's set apart for the Lord. Tithe will lift you up. 4.2. Tithe is a sign of a covenant between God and his people. Tithe provides security and protection. Tithe is a gateway to divine protection and provision. Tithing shows honor and thanksgiving to the Lord. You know, there are people who cannot say thank you. Yeah. I helped somebody for a couple of years. And one day we were taking offering in the church. Same stage. This one is better. There's another stage beneath this one. We made of cement. I was on that one. And I felt such an impression in my heart. The Holy Spirit was moving powerfully. And I said, so and so, I think you should be part of the group of the people. Because he was sitting down. He didn't move. Was getting offended. Was becoming bitter. We finished. I had a guest speaker. So we went upstairs to eat. Well, we are in the upstairs. Eric comes. He forgotten. He used to be my armor, but I fired him. Eric comes and say, Pastor, we have somebody. Eric didn't see anything. I don't think he saw anything. I think Matthews was there as well. And the person, one biela, we do biela. You are manipulative. You are this. You are. I kept quiet. He spoke and finished. And I say, I have no problem. I will track my weight. I'll come before the church and say, 
between me and this man, I felt the Holy Spirit leading me, but he says, I lied, I'm manipulative. So, I withdraw my weight. He says, no, 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 you don't need to do that. But you're manipulative. When I was giving him my money, was he not manipulating me? Yeah. He's one, another person I took to school. Say, wow. Bread is better. When you didn't have it, you were humble. Yeah. When, when you didn't have bread, you were nice. Can you tell your neighbor, when you didn't have bread, you were nice. Tell them, before makeup, when it was still Vaseline. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Tithing shows honor and thanksgiving to the Lord. Tithing opens the heavens and God's blessing upon your life. When you tithe, you show your commitment and loyalty to God and the church. Tithing deals with the spirit of greed, selfishness, and produces God's abundance. Can we bow our heads, please? Please, no one moving. Let's be quiet. Every eye closed, every head bowed. We read the book of Hebrews chapter 7. And it told us about the divine encounter of eternal life with the priest in the order of Messiah, the Jesus Christ. Eternal life. Jesus said, and this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus whom you have sent. And today I want to challenge you that you are here. He said, he made the statement, he says, I did not know. Jacob said, I did not know. This is the gate of heaven. I did not know. This is my meeting place with God. And today I want to pray together with you that I missed all the things that we are doing. Melchizedek represented a passage to eternity. A priest who never had the beginning or the end. Jesus, who have come for us. He says, I've come that you may have life and have it abundantly. The Bible says, and all those who received him, he gave them the right to be called sons, children of God. Today you can make that decision. Today you can make that choice to say, Lord, yes, I've walked. Yes, I've sinned. Yes, I've done wrong. But today I'm returning. May you have mercy upon my life. Lord, may you forgive me my sins. Today I want to pray together with you that God in his own infinite wisdom saw it fit to send Jesus that whosoever believes in him shall not die but have eternal life. God has a good plan for your life. To prosper you, not to harm you. God from the beginning had an intent to do you good. And this morning as I stand before you, his heart has gone out for you. God desires that you make right with him. This morning you can make right with God. This morning you can receive Jesus. You can say, Lord, come into my heart. Be my Lord. Lord, forgive me my sin. He says, come unto me all you who labor. And are heavy laden. He says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I want to pray together with you. This morning, if you are here, you say, Pastor, I want to receive Jesus. 
I want to be born again. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to be a child of God. I want this blessing to come upon my life. Just lift up your hand wherever you are seated and we'll pray together. Is there somebody this morning? God bless you, my sister. God bless you. I see your hand. Is there somebody else? Lord, include me in your plan. Is there somebody else? I want to receive Jesus. God bless you. I see your hand. Hands are going up. What about you? I want to receive Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to be a child of God. I want my things to be put right. God has a plan for your life. He says, I've come that you may have life. He says, to prosper you, not to harm you. Thank you for joining us with Apostle Vincent Luarte. For more life-transforming messages, connect with us on Twitter at ECCRSA and our YouTube channel at Emmanuel Christian Church HOJ.